Hi, thank you for tuning in to the Finding Harmony podcast with me, your host, Harmony Slater. Hello, welcome. It's Harmony here, just dropping in to say a quick hello. Today we have my dear friend, Basha, in the house. This is a absolutely outrageous conversation. Russell was in quite the mood, so prepare yourself. It's a little bit out there, but you're going to love it. And as many of you know, Basha is an artist. She's a creative spirit. She's a wonderful yoga teacher. Um, and so I think you're going to have a lot of fun with her. She's quite funny and has a great sense of humor. Also, there is still time to jump on in to my Mysore week. It starts tomorrow, Monday, July 11th. I hope that you'll join in. It's going to be an amazing week. Mysore every day, Monday to Friday. Uh, high energy. Uh, get lots of tips. Get direct guidance from me. It's going to be like a semi-private lesson because it's a small, intimate group that joins me. And so I hope that you will be included amongst the practitioners who are there online Monday through Friday. It will be at 5 a.m. Pacific time, which is 8 a.m. Eastern time and 1 p.m. in the UK. Uh, And it'll be two-hour class every day. And so you can find all that information online, harmonyslater.com. And I'm opening up my Inner Circle membership at the end of the week. So I hope you'll jump on into the Inner Circle membership. We have weekly Mysore classes. We have guided classes um, that are inside the library, hip opening classes, uh, core strengthening classes, shoulder opening classes, as well as an array of workshops, um, philosophy lectures, as well as chanting classes, breathwork classes live online. There's so many classes that you get to attend with me when you're an Inner Circle member that are only open to my Inner Circle members, as well as, and last but not least, the bonus episodes of the Finding Harmony podcast where you get to meet our guests in a more intimate kind of conversation, the after the after party conversation that we have with many of our guests, as well as join in on some of the other bonus episodes that we have of the Finding Harmony podcast. They're only available when you're an Inner Circle member. So don't delay. Join us inside, whether it's just attending a live conference or philosophy class once a month, or whether you want to develop a regular pranayama practice or chanting practice, or whether you'd like to use some of the guided classes that are pre-recorded, lead primary, lead half primary, as well as some introduction to intermediate series. Um, There's so many classes there. You won't be able to make it through all of them even in a year, I doubt. Um, But you'll get direct teaching with me and you can join our private WhatsApp group and our private Facebook group where we have great conversations. You can ask questions anytime about anything that's coming up for you. 
and the community is so supportive. You'll meet people from all over the world who are just so enthusiastic and bright, high energy, high vibe people. Um, it's really, really wonderful to just be in such a supportive community surrounded with these beautiful souls. So I hope you'll come join us inside the Inner Circle membership and become one of the beautiful souls that we get to know and connect with on a regular basis. So without further ado, here is a very, very off the wall episode with Basha. All right. Well, let's get into that. Let's get into why you're an early. Oh, bird. you already pushed record. Yeah, you got to do the intro, do the intro. And then you have to introduce me now as well. I do first. (laughs) You also have to introduce me in the show. Okay. (laughs) All right, here we go. Love you guys. Love you too. (laughs) Hi, welcome to the Finding Harmony podcast. We are here with the ever... You're supposed to introduce me first. Oh, oh right. Again, to introduce me. <laughs> I wanted to get right to our I guests. I know. Harmony, guess what? You want to introduce me first? <laughs> okay. Hi, Russell Case. And I'm the what? I'm your co-host. <laughs> co-host. Russell Case. Russell Case. <laughs> oh. Harmony, um, I just read today in the newspaper, which is uh, actually just doom scrolling Twitter. Yeah, doom but scrolling Twitter. I that's was, like uh, the essence of your cool. existence. That's the newspaper now. That's how the news <laughs> And uh, I, yeah. uh, I saw this thing where in Poland now, what they do is LARPing. Have you it's heard LARPing. of LARPing? No. LARPing. LARPing. No. Basha, we oh, haven't even interviewed you yet. I know what it is. Introduced you yet. What is okay. what it's, is LARPing? Sweetie? It's when they dress up in the fantasy costumes and pretend that they're from the fantasy Live land. Live action role play. Yeah. LARPing. And so what oh, the Polish LARPing. do, the Polish shipsters, oh. what they do is they LARP different regions of the United States, pretend to be in those <laughs> regions. For example, I saw some really? Polish LARPing of people... <laughs> pretending to be from Ohio and what they would do is they would get like kind of trailer trash and then pretend to arrest one another. Is that real? It's real. I saw real really? photos of it on Twitter today. Oh my gosh. Speaking of I live action. I Polish students. Yeah. Speaking of live action role play. Welcome Basha to the show. Oh, thank you guys. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, she, my, she my movie, voice is a little strange, but hey. Do you speak Polish, Stara? Yes, Only a little bit? You only speak a little Polish? Really? What are you, a Canadian? Little more, a little you, more than little. You grew up in Canada? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. She's a fellow Maybe, Canadian. Yeah. I almost married a Polish girl in the in Poland's <gasps> second largest city, Chicago. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is. It's more Polish people than Krakow, but less Polish people than Warszawa. I've been to Warszawa. I've also been to uh, Dinsk, yeah. which is where my my former lover was from. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, her father, oh, Jan Owowska, was a it's member about of Russell and his lovers. Yes. Right? Always. Yes. <laughs> we were never lovers, right, Basha? Is that correct? Confirm? Oh, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 Where did you grow up? We we would we would we would chat at the coconut stand. Yes. Yeah, you and were some dinners with the other yogis yeah, in Mysore. Right. You've right. been all over the world though. I feel like you're a little bit from everywhere, Basha. 
Really? A little um, bit. I think I did a lot of Europe. I did a lot of Europe. I did some Asia. Yeah. I did from, South America. You're from Canada? No. And Africa. Yeah, Montreal. Ma- but I was oh. born in Poland. Wrocław. Which so part? Wrocław, I think it's still the third third largest city. Wrocław in English. Wrocław. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Wrocław. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 My, so my, like Southwest. Yeah, Southwest. My, my girlfriend closer was to, north, closer to Prague. North, northwest, <laughs> Dines, northeast Dines, which is now, which was Danzig, oh. which is a great band. Uh, <laughs> and oh. Dinsk, yeah, he, her father, Jan Wawska, was a member of the Solidarity Movement and was kicked out of oh, Poland my. and had to move to Chicago to save his life. Were, were your parents from the Solidarity? Were they in that sort of stuff? No, because my mother moved back when uh, it was still the communist era. She immigrated oh, wow. to Canada, yeah, yeah along with the, my dad. Yeah. And you know, I was like, we we went across the Atlantic on uh, this huge steamship, oh. fourteen days on there. Wow, yeah, that oh, was five. So that's when I left. Yeah, yeah. So born there, left, no front teeth. Horrible haircut <laughs> with, with, the, with, with the myth that uh, if you cut it now, it'll get really thick after. Yeah, that's, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the buzz cut. Yeah. Were your parents like, and, like uh, these Miami Cubans? Were they anti-communists? Were they like that? Yeah, my mom was a bit of a rebel. Bit of an she, she had these intellectual intellectual meetings you know the underground subversive and there and there she was doing yoga so they had this little yoga community already way back wow she was like 19 yeah please in poland no no, yeah 1965 wow when were you born 1970. Yeah, okay, that okay, that makes sense. Because I didn't think that you were born in 1960. I was just getting confused for a moment. No, no. I wasn't there yet. Yeah, she yeah. was doing her thing. Yeah. Wait. And then she wanted to leave. It was time to go. Yeah. She and wanted the freedom that the West, you know, represented. Yeah. Well, the West, Canada, America. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, and and better climate, uh, cleaner air. You know, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She that's... Was, but then she had to work hard like crazy, you know. She was working in factories and stuff. She couldn't get. She was an accountant, so oh, she wow. couldn't get that job right away without the language, etc. Yeah, nothing so screams better yeah. climate than Canada. <laughs> better climate, <laughs> except for Especially winter. Especially Montreal. <laughs> oh my lord! I think it's very similar to Poland. But you know, <laughs> but you know, Russell Harmony. Crazy. I first we we first moved to Winnipeg. Really? God damn, that's cold. Yeah, that's the deep freezer (laughs) of Canada. (laughs) That's deeper. That's colder than Chicago. Chicago is. And the saying is the. Yeah, the saying is the last cow passes at nine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness! So how long you did all of your? She has another parent as well. Yeah. So there's two they, of them. They both came. No, you. You. It seems like your dad's is yeah. he in the background a little bit, or is he? Does he? He was. Yeah. In the. He back. helped my mom immigrate, and then we'd see him on weekends, and then little by little, we didn't see him that much. Wow. <laughs> really. So I was. So I. You know, I was mostly raised like very matriarchal setting. There was the grandma that survived. You know, the Siberia mm. and wow. work camps. Yeah. And then oh. the mom, and then my sister. Who are like these women? 
strong women. Yeah. <laughs> rebellious. Yeah. But it was us. Yeah. And you're a little princess you know that- in that environment. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, mom was like freedom loving. So and she was a healer. And she was like a shaman. So wow. Nothing- he would let you go for your adventures, you know. Yeah. Don't worry about this or that. Even scholastic, you know grades just you know do your best enjoy be healthy etc it nothing, so I nothing think, says like ashtanga yogi in the making like eight out of ten of our guests mom is a healer ah. yeah have like some kind of witchy mom ah. yeah that will do I'm, it yeah. so do mine yeah. yeah maybe witchy mom is actually sorry mom i know we know like hippie, hippie mom. Hippie mom. That's what hippie. I meant, mom. Yeah, hippie mom. Hippie mom. <laughs> hippie mom, yeah. But, you know, the strict aspect she had is that she uh, she really, even as a teenager, she she would, like, drill into you that there is light and there is darkness and you have to follow the light. You have to protect yourself. You have to believe that there's light. You know, this was drilled in. So I, I had my own little spirituality going. Oh, that's already amazing. at an early yeah. age. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I like all the li- different religious traditions because I studied that in university. But I had my own thing going and it was, yeah. you know, solid. Yeah. You st- and it was a little hard, you know, growing up with her because as a teenager, she was there, well, don't blame others. It's your responsibility. <laughs> Why do you think that? Look, change that. You know, yeah, that's, <laughs> good, get though. Angry that's very anybody. positive, <laughs> right? <laughs> It is, but as a teenager, you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you're ready to strike explode. Me as the six-year-old blonde Polish girl that I would have been obsessively infatuated <laughs> with as a small boy, and I was like, that wow, was my type. should be in Poland. Little yeah. blonde girls were like, I would, it would like, I would just rip my heart to pieces when I when they would pass by, oh and I would just goodness. chase after them constantly. It took me a long time to find one oh, who would bed me but <laughs> finally i have i have 20 I have years it. yeah i was I, and so uh in high school you're rebellious are you an athlete what are you doing what are you doing in your days and your afternoons after school just smoking a lot of dope like in high school yeah what are you doing with no, your time? actually the drugs i haven't tried too much it didn't work on me yeah yeah seriously i mean I became a bartender to pay for, you know, tuition in university. So I was doing the bartending. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I didn't drink much because I had to handle the bar. Right. So, yeah. And then plus seeing every seeing everybody come in at, uh, you know, eight, you know, dressed up, gorgeous, luxurious, clean. <laughs> and, then, and then watching the process throughout the night. <laughs> oh, I think that kind of, you know, to turned me off a little bit. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. All the way to the end. Yeah. Wow. Until the manager, you know, yelled out coffee time. No, he he would yell out motel time. Everybody motel out. Time. Everybody out. Wow. Oh, man. Was that in Montreal then? You went to school in Montreal University? Yeah, I know. And we moved to Montreal when I was 12. Okay. So it was uh, one year of immersion through French. Oh, wow. In a French high school. Yeah. Even though everyone's talking in English. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then university. Yeah, college, university. <laughs> and then by then... I thought, oh, it would be interesting to kind of be in Asia, you know? You got the, it would like balance out my brain. Uh-huh. That's what you thought. In a way. <laughs> you know, thought it would balance I out thought, your yeah, brain. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah. Huh. Oh, totally. Huh. The West, and then, ooh, 
the East. Yeah. The East Look yes, at all balancing. the things they can offer. You know, there's yeah. there's a Zen, there's a way of doing things, of doing calligraphy, archery, and I did all that. Wow. And then I found a way to get there because that was the problem. How, right? how, how old are you now? Where are, we, where are we in your life when you're thinking about going to Japan and you're a bar, bar mistress? Oh, 20, oh, 26. 26. No, the bar, bartending was, bartending was like, you know, a year when I was 17. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was way back. What were you thinking about in school though? And like, what were you, what were you kind of passionate about? Were you, were you just kind of adrift? Eastern philosophy. Nice. Ah. I liked, you know, Buddhism. Yeah. Yeah, very much interested yeah. in that. What did you do your degrees in? Uh, minored in art history and major was uh, fine arts. So painting, drawing. Oh. Yeah. Painting, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I always, I... I always see, think of you as an artist. Yeah. So I was you wondering. Do? Yeah, she's an artist. I didn't know she's that. She's a painter. You know what? I'm a painter. Yeah, and I love your stuff. I love it. And you have that studio uh, that I dream of. I don't have the little cave where I can just unpack, make it dirty, leave it untidy. Take, I don't have that. Take the that. smallest corner. Take the smallest room in your house and yeah. then make that your really? space. Yeah. A closet, even. Closet. Oh, yeah. Looks really beautiful. Okay. You get really in there. Oh, because I need that. Yeah, it's nice. And uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Because you're like, you, you look like you're surrounded by space behind you. Oh, yeah. beautiful. So this is a nice on. place. We're renting. There's a little uh, oh, so beautiful. opening there. Where in the world are you right I'm now? I'm in Koh Samui. Koh Samui. Koh Samui. That's Koh Samui. My old home. That's Basha. like a. Really? You look. You live in a like a. Yeah, I lived in Koh Samui for three years. She lives in a palace. Where's like bamboo thatched no, roof? No, there's Where's amazing that? houses in Koh Samui. Oh my god! Yeah, she's living it up. <laughs> yeah, oh. I needed a break. Okay. <laughs> so you're studying art. at the University of Montreal. You're studying yeah. Eastern. You're studying art and painting, which I I would love to see. But, yeah. and then you Look say on her Instagram. like me you say I'm interested in eastern things yeah. eastern painting I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go to Japan how'd you like, get there yeah how'd you do that I found a program called JET program Japanese English teachers mm. you assist the teachers I applied for that and I was rejected <laughs> No, oh I was goodness. late. You had to go to Never Korean submit instead. a late application no. to the JET program. That's how you oh, did yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Then you didn't, yeah. you didn't pass the interview I called either. I was so upset. Oh, yeah. You got to get there. I passed. I was so upset. I called them and they said, no, no, we don't accept late applications. <laughs> oh, it was like, yeah. a, like 15 minutes. But that late. was like a gold was ticket like, over to Japan, you know, plush contract. Wow. You get the oh, house, no. you get everything you need. And then. Oh, yeah. And then you're teaching like yeah. two thousand kids in high school. You're the only blonde with uh, with green eyes <laughs> yeah. or any other color of part. Yeah. You're a giant, a giant yeah, person. Giant. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're assisting, and uh, it was. Yeah. I I had fun, you know. Some other of the jet teachers, you know, if you want to change the system and you're, you know have your own ways you would like to them to proceed in teaching these kids English. Then it didn't go mm -hmm. down so well. But if I just played along first, helped out, made them laugh a little, made, you know, yeah. made fun of myself learning Japanese, then they open up 
more and more, oh. you know. So I had a little relationship with, with oh, them, nice. and it went yeah. well because you know, nine to five, well, nine to four job, it wasn't too exciting. There was a lot of space to do yeah. nothing, but I was learning the Japanese or reading. Yeah. But it went okay, and by it, that was the time where I started yoga. <laughs> can, I, can i just say yeah. you're 26 and i'm about five years younger than you so i think we were at, we went to asia the same year i went to korea because i yeah. I, I bailed i bombed out of the jet program i went to korea mm. 98 okay 97. so jet program i was there from 97 so yeah same time in asia yeah we went we went over the same time yeah. different countries wow yeah right there and so you, how did you, you were part of the Asian financial crisis. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. The Asian flu affected you, didn't it? I lost my job. Did you lose your job no. doing that? No, I was good. You were okay because all those Japanese loans got pulled by Indonesia. Really? And then everybody, everybody's, everybody's uh, economy failed, and all these Korean teachers, forty thousand oh, wow. Canadians, had to go home because they all got fired. Oh wow. No, I was good. Yeah, you do. Because I spent three years. You were okay in Japan. Three years, Mambusho problem, uh, the jet program, right? Three years, and then yeah. uh, then I was teaching yeah. English at a little school, but I was still doing yoga, so I was teaching and going there. And it took a while yeah. to get to the studio, so I would go back and forth. I was like on yeah. fire. I loved it. I would oh. go. How did you? Uh, yeah, what studio? Yeah, how did you find yoga there? How how did it find you? Um, there was culture shock. I guess the first three months, where it hits around fourth month, yeah. right? First, you're excited and it's all great, mm -hmm. and then you know, boom. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I got. I had a little cold, so I had to stay home. You know, I took the day off, and I, yeah. I had all these books that I never read, but I take with me. <laughs> And one of them was Paramahansa Yogananda. So actually, you know, I couldn't do anything else. So, so I read that. I was like, whoa, this is amazing stuff. Look at this power, yeah. energy. Yeah. You can like play with energy and the mind. It was like, oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other reason is my mom was t telling me, I think, throughout my whole teenage life, that like, you should do some yoga. Really, dear. You should breathe too, do some yoga, go um, to a studio. And yeah. I just didn't listen <laughs> until, you know, until <laughs> I had to. <laughs> and I would come yeah. home. What kind of yoga was she doing? I would come home and she would be in a lotus position going, ram, 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 ram. So that was one. <laughs> nice. Otherwise, she was in wow. like inversions, uh, Nadi Shodana yeah. oh. breathing. Turkish dervish mm -hmm. spinning around the living room. She does oh. some swirling, yeah. And I was like, wow, yeah. okay, mom, that's cool. And I just do my own thing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, I, you know, I was interested in the Eastern, you know, philosophy, you know, all the Eastern traditions. So mm -hmm. the mindset was there, but I didn't do asana. But I was so into, wow, mm. this is amazing. So imagine Paramahansa then reading that. So I go, okay, maybe I should go to the yeah. to the studio. And I found one. Yeah, I Googled it. 
that they found, or was there Google yet? No, I don't think they had Google then. No. <laughs> I, I could email my brother we did and have, family. I think that was like kind of when email started to yeah, come. Yeah, like it was like a few so, websites. Okay, there was a few websites. So I yeah. so I popped into a. There were two, and the first studio I went into was a Shivananda studio, and it was I didn't like yeah. the space itself. So I don't know, I'm kind of picky with the space. There wasn't enough light. Mm -hmm. I didn't like the carpet. It's like, okay, this is okay. But I don't know. And then across the train tracks was another one. And came into that one. I said, ooh, this is nice. The big windows, bright, clean, gorgeous. <gasps> Feel good here. And there were some international, <laughs> some foreigners too. I was like, ooh, this is good. <laughs> and at that time, it was a Yengar teacher. So I went for a Yengar class. And I thought, oh, this is hard, but the relaxation is great at the end. And, you know, I was puzzled. Why can't I do mm -hmm. this or that? Why is this hard? How can a person can do that and I can't? How did they do that? <laughs> right. But, uh, no, I, I went a couple of times. And then this this was uh, Ken Harakuma's, like, ex-wife. I don't know if they're still yeah. together, but they were separated for a long time. So she was co-owner of the yeah. studio. And she was, you know, Iyengar person. Okay. Wonderful teacher. Super sweet. And then she said, you know, Ken's oh. coming back from Mysore in a month. I'm like, well, what's Mysore? Oh my <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, he's going there. <laughs> You're like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> he's going to study, you know, Ashtanga. So he's back and you can try some classes with him. And then, you know, I went to a class. Like, oh, they were oh. flowing here. Ooh. Oh, I loved it. I loved you know. the movement. Of the right. Oh, and, the, you know, at that yeah. time, there was like three people in the Mysore class like consistently no yeah wow. and then it grew yeah. wow it grew to it was brand new yeah right? brand new and it was mostly foreigners wow. yeah so it was like 60 40 okay. and then really? little by little 50 people in the room and it's like 80 85 percent mm -hmm. japanese oh i saw the whole thing grow like this i flew up to visit ken from taiwan and he very graciously... This was quite a few years later. It was later. Yes, he very graciously allowed me into the studio. And it was all Japanese. And there were a hundred people in there. And it was so intense. Yeah. It was just the energy. And it was, it was driven. Yeah. And he let me like be his little assistant in there for the day. It was so amazing. Was I there? And just like, it was just wild. You were not there. Oh. Unfortunately, okay. right. it was a really wild intensity. Yeah. Oh, you know. Oh. Well, he was like, mm. he made himself king, you know, the Ashtanka world there. Mm -hmm. He brought it on. Yeah. He but, was the first one to bring the Mysore, though. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So, you know, grandfather of uh, He kind of Ashtanga brought like there. Ashtanga and Mysore and yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I, I just wow. like hopped on the ride because I thought, wow, I'm going to hang out here. This will be my yoga buddy. I could come in the morning. I could mm -hmm. learn yeah. adjustments. Then <laughs> I could go on the retreats. Yeah. yeah. So everything. We were like this fusion through yoga, like the a friendship. You know, there were yeah. times of romance, but yeah. it was never going to go anywhere further than the love for yoga and Ashtanga, especially. Oh, it was great. Between yeah. you and Ken, there was some romance, but it never went far, is what you're saying. No, it was never really meant to be. It's not like someone I would have children with. It was a yoga buddy. Yeah. And, you know, he had, he could, yeah. he could facilitate a retreat, workshops, and I learned so much. So I started teaching there. 
I took some teacher trainings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, I have a couple of questions and I'm forgive me. I'm, I'm just so curious. Uh, first one, I, I, I wanted to just oh, put a flag in this. Oh, and the other baby, let's say learning about Ashtanga. I was kind of, I was in a cool setting because there would be so many international guests coming through that studio, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. All the famous ones. Oh, yeah, yeah David awesome. Life, Ramanan Patel. So sometimes the Angar. Uh, uh, Matty, Matty, was, Matty was there with Chuck. Anyways, yeah, yeah. nice setting to learn from because, you know, you would hear different ways of teaching the same thing, mm-hmm. a different view of the same thing. So you had to, in the end, research and check what works for you yeah at the time yeah. and figure out what works for students mm-hmm. yeah i want to ask a follow-up question now i have a third question it seems it seems like when you have a lot of teachers coming to you maybe it's easier to blend styles than when um you go and visit an orthodox teacher and you just and then you have to bend your will to that person it depends so how you don't, you don't how, blend yeah. styles as much. Yeah, but it depends how where your heart is. Like for me, the Ashtanga was my practice, and I liked the Orthodox mm-hmm. way. I actually liked all the rules. Maybe it was because I was raised with matriarchy <laughs> freedom, and I was like, "Ooh, rules!" Oh, <laughs> yeah. and it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I love it. I want to be on this bandwagon yeah. now, and I don't mind. <laughs> but I like the structure. How I, novel for you, yeah. I just yeah. it was it yeah. fit, and it was always the one I liked the most. So, okay, so I'm getting information, different styles, different ways to perceive, you know, this and that, and even go into the asana, what to feel, what to look for. But in the end. You know, I just love the simplicity of the orthodox way. It was, it doesn't mm-hmm. flip your mind upside down. And I, I would see that students would get a little confused. It took a week before they're back in the Mysore yes. room, kind of back to their practice. It took a while. So Integrating like, oh yeah. what they learned. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, exactly. And you had to explain that to them too. Because, well, I heard that you mm-hmm. do this. I heard that you do this. Okay, mm-hmm. well, it's fine. But now... Try it out and then see what works for you. For me, it's just, very it disturbing simple. to have visiting, t- visiting teachers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It but, is, you know, but it's me, also it nice. I wanted yeah. to, it was yeah. nice. I wanted to check them out, ask about their lives. How did they get here? Why do they do this? Mm-hmm. You know, <gasps> it's interesting. Totally. See how they integrate yoga into their lives. You know, is it just, is it their lifestyle? Is it their work? Mm-hmm. Is it both? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I liked having them over. Well, well most of them had wild mo- mothers. <laughs> yeah, the witches, eh? <laughs> I remember, you know, I... and they sought out discipline <laughs> as a way of self-regulation, <laughs> just like yeah. the rest of us. You know, you know the Witcher book or the Witcher series on Netflix? Witcher, think, yeah, yeah, I do with yeah. the white hair, that's, that's, that fellow. Yeah, we've seen that's it. A, we haven't watched it though. That's a book written by a Polish author. Oh, is it? Fascinating. Yeah, guys. Is it a good series? Did you watch it? Yeah, I like it. I like the main guy. You know, he's cool. (laughs) It's uh, eye candy. Little eye candy, a little gory stuff. It's okay. It's good. With a little glass of red wine. Goes down well. (laughs) It does. Speaking of uh, eye candy, that's the thing that I'm interested in, in about you is that you're 26 and you're moving to Japan, and yet, I'm. 
and you kind of had a little well fling with Ken. We can get. I want to dig deep it deeper into that because I think <laughs> of you in a very particular way. As at one oh. point in my in my life, it was Basha and Ken. Like that was a thing, you know. But oh yeah, we were. What when yeah. before this time? You know, I sort of identify myself as like, you know, um, periods with particular women. That's Uh that's been my life is like not very little independence, but like always like that was a period with that woman. That was a period with that woman. And that was this is a period that I'm with Harmony, probably for life, you know. Um, yes, I hope she, so. Come right? on, she. She's I'm just a, I'm just a period in his. She's trajectory. She's threatening to die before me, which is disconcerting. You would be lost um, without you, Harmony. Oh my God, I'd be lost. <laughs> so, do you identify that way? Like, where were the men in your life, and were they? Were they throwing you curveballs and you were running away from them? She to sounds Japan? incredibly independent, right? Yeah, like that's what her, I'm maybe thinking. Maybe her trajectory isn't defined by men. I want to ask her that question: Is your trajectory <laughs> defined by men in the same way that it, women were for me? Absolutely no. not. My God, where were the it's men more in your like, life? It's more like countries. There was the Asia, yeah. Japan, and there's yeah. the Poland, and there's the Norway. So it's more country based. Were there a lot of but, uh, boyfriends? Yeah, here and there. You know, at one point, there was one year where I was engaged twice, almost three times if you add like a half a year, three oh, engagements. Yeah. And then wow. what happened there? <laughs> what happened there were, well, some of them were jealous of my practice. Some couldn't stand oh. that I wake up at four thirty, five o'clock to practice. Right. It was yeah. mind-boggling. Like, what is she doing? <laughs> and Where's then, our cuddle uh, time? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then I go, no, I'm going to practice first. Bye bye. And then yeah. there was the uh, well, you have such a strong like religion or spirituality, mm-hmm. and they would compare mm-hmm. it to theirs. I go, no, buddy, I'm just like you know, it's yoga, it's my lifestyle, it's a way, a way of thinking, a way of thinking, and mm-hmm. part like of the practice your... is to do this. Your like, spiritual practice this? is bigger than their genitals. It's a it's a size <laughs> issue. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was the oh. then there was the competing. You know, like oh, I better start yoga. I'm gonna eat vegetarian food. Right. And I'm just gonna get strong, and oh, I'm gonna come to class. Never work. No. Crash no. And burn. Not oh. the right intention. Like, what are you doing? Comparing? You have to find it yourself. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then the complaints that oh, you're going on another retreat? How long? Yeah. A month? Right. <laughs> Three months to India. Yeah. Oh, I was like, okay. You know what? I think I'll just, uh, I'll just be alone in my life. Mm-hmm. I'll be super happy. I mean, I have the freedom. I can do what I want. I like people. I'll have my students. It'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> And I actually, you know, started believing that. It was, like, absolutely fine. And I was, like, 36, 37 then. Like, okay, oh. maybe I'll never get married or whatever. And then, lo and behold, uh, yeah. Carrie Perkins invited me to Norway because she was leaving. Uh, yeah. She was like, with on. us in the special trip in 2010. Good old Carrie Perkins. Uh, yeah, all of us, yeah. yeah. Oh. She's in England now, right? Oh, yeah. Big muscles, Carrie. Beautiful yeah. family. Big yeah. Big biceps. Yes. Yeah. 
So she invited me. She said, come on, come to Norway. I've done my gig here, Mysore. And uh, maybe you'd like it. And I thought, like, Norway. Dark, gray, cold. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, after Japan, after the the streets filled 24-7 with people, it's like, oh, no one's going to be on the streets. <laughs> right. Right. But, uh, but then I thought, okay, well, this is actually a good time, you know. I'm going to hide myself in a little cocoon. I'll have my classes and yeah. just, you know, go inward. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll go. And, uh, yeah, arrived there. And little by little, got to know my students. And one of my students was my future husband. What's wow. his name? His name is Jan. Jan, and these comes a very long... Last name, I'm sure. Larson. Larson. Oh, Larson. That's a short last name. That's, Lars' that's, son. It's very common. Yeah. It's like one of the most common, you know. Yeah, Jan and, uh, Larson. And so he was already Lars practicing Johnson. yoga mm. when you met. Yes. So the very exactly. last time that I was with Basha, she was showing me pictures of his abs. <laughs> and she's like, look at these abs. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's impressive. And I don't have abs like that. Yeah, that's amazing. That's there's sort of that explains a lot, is what I thought. You know, right. you know, Sharat yeah. Sharat lovingly called us the uh, Basha and Tarzan. Basha and Tarzan, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in Go in Goa when he was teaching at the Purple Yoga Valley. Oh wow! But, yeah, but it's it's so interesting to but, think yeah. of you. Because I really do, I think of you as Basha and Ken, and I think of you like the two of you, and you know, you it was an odd pairing to me because you towered over him by like eighteen inches taller than him, and it was sort of. But you were like very, like very much a team, and so it's interesting the way to hear the yeah, way that you that describe teamwork. it as a kind of business partnership, in a way. Yeah, in a but fun you, way. You, you know, you're doing great together. things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was like assisting the studio, mm -hmm. after, you know, after, I don't know, a couple of months. I was practicing with him. He, you know, he got me to start adjusting and it was really slow. Like for one month, only adjust these four poses. You're <laughs> <laughs> okay. watching a lot. I was like, okay, okay, yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> and then slowly, like it was, a, it was he. Yeah, it was nice and slow and steady. There was no mm -hmm. rush. So mm -hmm. we were in the Mysore room all the time, you know, and then it was uh, workshops. So, you know, I was always there. I was either teaching side by side, organizing things. Uh, mm -hmm. Then the retreats of around 200 people. It's Amazing. huge. You know, wow. it grew so fast. Yeah. And then traveling, Bali, Thailand, uh, Hawaii. Oh, it was great. It was a good lifestyle. You had. Mm -hmm. We were very much into our practice. So every morning it was like uh, consistent practice. Yeah. yeah. And it was nice to have someone practicing near you, right? Because you can get the adjustments. Yeah. You can pull me into back bend. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. When you're alone, it's harder to get up. You know, push yourself, self motivate. It's true, yeah. mm -hmm. But with somebody else there, it's just so much easier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you know, it was like the perfect pairing to, for me to just learn and get on the sashtanga mm -hmm. lifestyle i loved it and he was the one who invited me to mysore he's like come let's see what mysore is like yeah oh it's amazing. Like amazing yeah how how many years yeah. were you there in japan with teaching like kind of with him beside him going to mysore mm -hmm. going to mysore it feels like it was a long time oh, yeah 
Yeah, 1999 is like I started yoga at that wow. studio. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, then from the 2000, I started teaching. <laughs> but yeah. I was, you know, I took a training with uh, Shandor Remete. I think oh, he calls wow. himself Xander now. Yeah. It was like shadow yoga. Yeah, That's the right. shadow yoga. yoga. Yeah. Like, oh, so cool. Went to a retreat in France and he was like the cowboy of yogis. Yeah, oh, totally. Shandor. <laughs> he made me sit and he was the first teacher who made me sit in Padmasana because he kind of almost threatened the others. You know, it's like, nah, you guys can't do this. And this is like too hard for you. And I was like, I'm going to stay in this Padmasana till I blow up. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. And then, I, and then I passed that threshold of pain and numbness. I was like, oh, I can do this. Yes. And I got a little like quiet nod from uh, him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, you know, I liked him, even though he was really tough. He had this comedy that I appreciated, you know, inside. Yeah. You know, yeah. Was, like loving, but you'd, you'd have to look in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, 1999 mm-hmm. and then 2000, yeah, I started teaching at the studio. I took also, I flew to Montreal to do a, a training with David Swenson. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. And then... Until and then started traveling to Mysore, I think 2000, yeah, 2000 in uh, in December. And went there, I think, 10 times, so eight years, yeah, but sometimes twice a year, yeah. So, yeah, it was a lot of Mysore trips, usually a little over a month, yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. You, um, if you don't mind me saying, it was clear to me as a new student that you had special privileges. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No matter, <laughs> like, so, for example, uh, your first day, you could rock up to the Shala at 4.30 a.m., be first in line, and just get your place in the Shala. And I was like, wow, she um, she has a reservation. <laughs> <laughs> and she and Ken are clearly much more important than I am. And I was like, wow, that's a that's amazing. And I would hear about it like, oh, oh yeah, John and, and what's it, Lucy? Heidi? John and John Scott. And oh, yeah, John. John, and John had those privileges. You know, certain people, um, oh. what's her name in in, um, in uh, Australia? Uh, not Dina, but the, Eileen. Oh. Eileen had uh, special Eileen. privileges. Eileen, yeah, I remember She could Eileen. walk in, <laughs> you know, the door guard would say something to her and she would give him a look, like, excuse me. <laughs> And so, like, I could see that you know you, that you had that had that. It was like, wow, old student energy, amazing. Yeah, well, thanks to him because he had been there for a while, and all those guys were his his friends. You know, he yeah, knew Ivy, right? He knew all of them. Yeah, he yeah. he had been at the you know the smaller shallow, the first one, for quite a while. That's yeah, right. he locked me for him. Yeah. So, yeah, <clears throat> lucky, eh? Yeah, <laughs> and then and then at some point you decide to kind of uh, go independent and like say I'm yeah. well, I'm 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 not going to do this with Ken as a business. Yeah, why did anymore. you leave Japan? What was it that like you had such a such a exalted position? Yeah, but it wasn't going. Hmm. It wasn't uh, presenting like a a next level for me. Right. So. It kind of stagnated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so the world of Ashtanga also changed a little bit. 
and I saw that Ken was heading one way and I disagreed with some of the ways he was mm-hmm. going into. Huh. And uh, the other thing was like I was done with Japan in a way because I, I started to uh, to get annoyed, you know, with, with people smiling at me too long and bowing and <laughs> and ask, and copying what I wear and what I eat. Right. Uh, and, <laughs> wow. And having to take <laughs> having to take off my shoes. <laughs> huh. Yeah. You were like a you're uh, very much know. sort of a star I, though, I think there. Like right. because you're very a, tall and blonde and beautiful and yeah. so like very exotic I, in Japan. Very different. I was a Barbie doll. Yes. Was a Barbie doll. Yes. Totally. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then, uh, <laughs> then I missed my kind of tribe of mm. taller people with blonde hair, maybe right. men. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I wasn't getting much attention from the the guys. Yeah. <laughs> right, for Japanese, yeah. I think I was too much of the Western powerhouse Barbie doll. That's actually I... that's actually like a a serious thing um, for a lot of like yeah. like Western women that I know that even like went and taught yoga in japan um it's like they would be there for a while but they're alone and and they're just like i don't really think that i'm gonna like not you know meet my soulmate here because culturally it's so different and the men aren't even really that interested in me (laughs) i developed a real no no one looks at you (laughs) for tall girls when i was in junior high in high school i I realized they weren't getting a lot escapades. Yeah, yeah. I they I, they were <laughs> I they know, weren't getting right? a lot of attention and I realized that if I gave them attention they would be really flattered quite easily. It was like, "Oh, I can really make hay with these taller girls." But you know, but when I got to Japan, I actually loved the space, you know? They they give mm. you space cuz they don't notice you. They make sure they're not looking at you too much. Right. So oh. I was like, Whew, "Oh, this is great." I'm like <laughs> all alone, but it's and a cool number. Yeah, refreshing. But then later you head towards age 35. Right. Yeah. 36. Like, you know, I'd like to, I'd like some attention, please. Mm. Some right. compliments. Yeah. Or if you're feeling and, like I want to uh, have a family and, and yeah, meet so someone. I was heading there. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. now the idea of family was a little bit in the back of my head. But yeah. not entirely because I was still was it when I came to Norway. I was like, okay, I'll just like be alone. You're a little, fine. you're a little tiny but, person uh, in Norway. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're an average size, much. average size person. Yeah. You know, when I traveled to Thailand way back, like 25 years ago, yeah. everyone assumed I was Scandinavian. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Immediately, they would just yeah. Wow, but they don't usually assume I'm Polish. No, I'm like under no. the radar, but I can spot the Polish people. I hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah you maybe. you do seem um, Scandinavian for sure. You've got it. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a a, a uh, an element to to Poland of the Mongolian invasion when they took over the country and they left. Oh yeah, the Genghis seed <laughs> everywhere, and you see that in the people. But then it's it's there's a kind of mixture between that and the Scandinavians. (laughs) No, this is these are not untruths, you know. So the um, the Polish guys was quite was quite Asiatic. 
Back to me. Um, back <laughs> yeah, to back you, to Basha. Yeah. This is about Basha, it's not about you and your Poland, sex life. Poland, though. We're just going to title this one Russell and his ex-lover. No, Basha reminds me of my sex life. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm, like, in a reverie of, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> All right. So, let's see. Where so, were we? I left Japan. I wanted yeah. to ask you about your sex life. Is, did you feel, like a lot of us, that you're late your mid late 20s early 30s were so tied into an asceticism and a yoga practice that all of those romantic relationships were just put to one side anyway yeah i would agree with that yeah yeah the yoga took over oh totally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you didn't yeah. see it happening you know you were so uh, enthralled with it it was it was everything. Well, to me, it was like everything. It was how I started yeah. my day. I had to start my day like that. It didn't compare at all if I didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the energy you got from there was such a high, like a boost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you go to Mysore, even more like amplified, like 100%, yeah. 200%. Yeah. So you were living off of that, yeah. I think. And then you needed like the right friends, right? That you could speak to and <laughs> radiate yeah. the same energy. <laughs> the others just wouldn't fit in. We were like uh, electrified. But I think it was more friends yeah. and uh, the yoga. Yeah. So that's, yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree. So I'm at the mm-hmm. 36, then moved to Norway and, and started thinking about family. Yeah. I wanted to find the right guy. So look how mm-hmm. I found him very late in my life. I couldn't imagine the yeah. other lovers <laughs> being fathers <laughs> to my children. There was no uh, way. Yeah. Yeah. So then yeah. Uh, I became friends with one of the best yoga students in the class. I looked good too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I I enjoyed adjusting him, <laughs> even though he didn't yeah. need that many. Adjustments. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's a little sparkly. Somehow, I just keep adjusting <laughs> yeah, exactly. this person. And you, you look yeah, down, it's like, I'm on this guy again. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what was great? He was so nonchalant. Like, oh, thank you, and polite. Like, not noticing me at all as a yeah. potential, you know, girlfriend or something. And, you know, we, and he was, at that time, we would go out for coffee, those that were, you know, either unemployed or working less yeah. hours right. or, I don't know students right. yeah you hang out with all these yeah. people after and he was working only 50 percent, so he could always join so you know we hit yeah. it off with just talking and being friends actually for quite a while mm. yeah and then it, then it moved into more of a romantic <laughs> quite a while oh six months four maybe Four months. Yeah. Wow. No, yeah, three and a half. Because then I'm, uh, I had to leave for Japan actually and come back. I had to do a gig oh. and come back to Norway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, then, then we had texted so much. Like we got to know each other through, through what was it, Skype? Then yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was using Skype. Yeah. And then did that, and then did we, that create and, uh, a okay. kind of energy that you was like eager to see him. Oh yeah, you could hear, you know, the ding. <laughs> a little bell yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah and then we said okay why don't we just test it out let's live together for for a month and you know I had a I had a very thick live black together. book 
that Jan had to be <laughs> had to pass all of my little rules. You know, oh. Like, oh. I will not complain about Basha going on retreats. Oh. I I don't mind that she has a practice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all kinds of things, and he just he just passed immediately. Fine colors, mm. no problem. Oh, nice. Mm. I go, yeah. aren't you going to complain? I'm going to go to Goa for a month or Mysore. Well, no, I know you're coming back. I'll just be here. Wow. Hmm. That's, that's really like some Eastern wisdom yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. He was giving you that freedom way. to be who you were. Yeah. He gives you the space. He's grounded, steady mm-hmm. space. Yeah. But were, mm-hmm. were you obsessed with him though? <laughs> Obsessed in what way, Russell? Like you can't think of anything <laughs> else but, but like talking to him. Yeah, but in a friendly way. I missed like oh. my friend. He was my best friend. So in a way I was scared to go oh. further and go into like romance. Yeah. I could be myself. It was like, you know, full on me. There's no pretense. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this yeah. was like the first guy I respected. Respected. <laughs> Right. I trust She's him. She's known me for 10 years at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you were like not really in her like immediate awareness. Not whatsoever. <laughs> not tall. Highly respected. Not me and every other man. Not. Oh, wow. But I That's amazing. Him. Like naturally. Yeah. What did you respect about him, though? Like, what was, you you didn't respect a lot of other men, but you respected him. Was it that he gave you so much space? Well, that's one. Yeah. No, that he's himself. He's not trying to prove anything to me mm-hmm. or influence mm-hmm. me in a weird way or push you know push things on to me. Some you know philosophies or mm-hmm. things. It's just he accepts me the way I am and what I think and what I do. And and you know what we did? at that point one of the check the things I had in my black book was there's no way I'm gonna go into like fights and arguments. Like I don't want to mm, fight right. with, with the person I'm gonna be with. I want like a conversation. We have our views. We find a way to work it out. I am not going to shouting mode and you know this emotional right. dramas. So mm. that was one of the, <laughs> <laughs> the prerequisites. And again, yeah, I like your black pass. book. This is good. Huh, yeah, I wouldn't even <laughs> be here today stuff. if Harmony had a black book. Yeah, I should mm. get a black book. You should have had a black yeah. book. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, never too you know, late. It's not too late. Yeah, good those, to like watch those over ladies him listening a bit. at home. I may need a place to stay. So the last time we were all together was, I think, yeah. 2010, right? Or. Yeah, for the Charat training. That's the last for time the I teacher saw you. Training. You were showing me those right? pictures yeah. of, your, of your boyfriend. Yeah. That's the yeah. last time and I saw then, And then I heard that Sharat said, if you come back one more time, you'll get certified. Yes. How do you I told you that, I think, right? Yeah. You heard I think that. So. Yeah. I remember. I heard that. it. I don't know. You know I how my story is. I heard it too. <laughs> And did, but did you go yeah. back? Did you get your certification? Oh, you guys. Okay. So. I'll oh. tell you one other little. I'll tell you one other little story. I remember when Sharad was doing that test on us, right? And randomly he called yeah. somebody to just keep going. I was so nervous, yeah. but I know I know this inside out. You know, come on. But there, yeah. it's just you're oh so nervous, and then you're on the said, spot. Yeah, I said Parshva Tanasana, and I kind of heard, or you know, boggled my, my mind was in 
just disarray. So I heard like Parita Trikonasana and I was going to go into Parita and Jeff looked at me. <gasps> I was shit. <laughs> Canadian Jeff, ex-husband Jeff, yeah, him. Yes, wow. He saved you. He saved you. He so saved me. My God, the eyes. (laughs) I'm very, very, very thankful for that. (laughs) Oh my. Okay. So yes, went 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 over to Sharat and oh Sharat, I would like to have the you know the certification. When I come back, is it possible? He said, yes. Yeah, no no problem. And then he gave me a price, which was a discounted price. So that was good, too. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For um, Polish girls. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I'm like one of those VIPs, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. VIP with yeah. a discount. <laughs> wow. But then I, and then I, I remember coming back and asking him, but, Sharat, you know, what if what if I get pregnant? I mean, should I still come? And he goes, yeah, you come. Mm. But then I thought, like, okay, but but what am I going to be doing exactly? Because, you know, I could be three, four months pregnant. I'm obviously not third series. And, you know, I, I can still push my limits. I'd probably do well in, in the second series pregnant. But, yeah. uh, so, well, this is a little strange. Was. But anyway. she, was, she was pregnant in that trip. Yeah. <laughs> Doing oh. all this stuff. Naughty. Yeah, yeah. No, I would do a lot too. Yeah. So we could talk about motherhood and the asanas after. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, but then I said, then, okay. So then I booked my ticket. I was ready to go. I was supposed to go in February. And, you know, throughout eight years, no problem in getting the visas, the tickets, everything goes smooth, no hurdles. And this one time, apparently they changed some kind of visa policy with the, uh, mm. Yeah, in India. So I had my visa, which I got in Norway, but then it wasn't valid. I had to reapply, and that would take too long. I would have to change all the tra- the tickets, yeah. uh, the airline ticket. It was just like a hassle. Mm-hmm. I go, oh, man, okay, I'm just not going to go. Yeah. You know, it's just it's a sign that I shouldn't go, and I, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go. And you did, haven't and been back since? I didn't really come back. No. Yeah. He never went back. No. <laughs> He's still waiting for one? you with his certification. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, like, oh, He's got his pocket. Then... He's got his bank book there. And he's just sitting there in his chair. Like, when's Basha going to show? <laughs> yeah, because the training was. It's last been twelve time, years, Basha. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> word. Oh my goodness. And then, and then I got pregnant. You know. Yeah, that's what I thought happened. That you got pregnant. Yeah. So then, uh, you spent like eight more times uh, after getting pre- after being pregnant there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just it's just so interesting. It's just such a like and interesting then, yeah. sort of path, right? It, it, then, it doesn't become a priority so much anymore, right? Yeah. Okay. So then the value systems shifted, like big time. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden, family, yeah. mother. Ooh. This is important. And then I thought, okay, even the money that I would spend on the certificate, I need that money. <laughs> you need yeah. that money, yeah. I need to buy yeah. these right? diapers, <laughs> cradles. Yeah. And- That's yeah. a year's worth of diapers for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me a bit like what happened in internally for you. Like you, the visa thing got messed up, yeah. canceled your trip, you stayed home, you got pregnant. 
then you had a baby. Yeah. And and everything shifted. Like that was like a really pivotal time, I think, for you. Yeah. And then you know, before I got pregnant, I I started being so interested in pregnancy itself. I would like uh, yeah. call on the yogis that had given birth already, the Ashtangis, and ask them all kinds yeah. of questions. Like already, you're like creating your yeah. cocoon because you're so interested. This never happened before. So totally. many years of my life, and yeah, suddenly wow. you're so interested. And uh, yeah, yeah. Then I got pregnant, <laughs> and I was even in a Bikram class, you know, sweating <laughs> just to try it out. <laughs> I was yeah. like giving giving it my all, and here I was, like yeah. maybe three weeks pregnant. <laughs> Uh, oh my God. And then I, I noticed like these stairs are getting hard to climb. Why is this? What right. is happening with <laughs> What's me? What's going on? Yeah. Like, oh, you're pregnant. And I was like very happy, you know, had the guy that I wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. uh, so the yoga, I would do quite a bit. In, in, oh, yeah. And you asked me what was happening in my head. Well, the value system was changing. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, you weren't thinking about your trip to Mysore next year. Yeah. You were still teaching. No. I was still holding a Mysore yeah. program. I had my own little studio. And yeah. uh, my practice was still there. I actually didn't have any of the nausea ever. I was tired oh, sometimes. So I take mm. naps. And, and I do yeah. pretty much everything. And the other thing was I never checked what I shouldn't do. I didn't read up on all this. I didn't check what you're yeah. not supposed to eat. <laughs> the asanas you're not supposed right. to do. I just kind of went with the yeah. flow and my intuition and thought, okay, I, I don't think yeah. I'm going to do Kapotasana anymore. I'm just going to chuck it out and move along. And I would just remove postures. Or I'd yeah, move nice. like uh, coming up from backbend. Like I, there was a point where, no, right. this, is, this is a little weird now. <laughs> and I remember being in right. Goa, three, three months pregnant, doing a Purple Yoga Valley retreat. And uh, yep. having fun with the students, teaching, doing my practice in the morning. And then wanting uh, in the breakfast buffets. Oh, I love their food. So there was so many papayas, yeah. <laughs> papayas in the morning, right? And someone told me, an Ayurvedic uh, practitioner or counselor, said, no, 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 papayas, you avoid. Right. You can have a, a miscarriage. It's like, no, no, no. Right. And then I yeah, was those papayas, this, you never know papaya. about them. <laughs> 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 So here I was with the papaya facing me in the morning when you're like ravished. I go, no way. My saliva is like dripping. I have to have this papaya. And I would eat the papaya every day. And, and yeah. Saraswati like, okay. said that. It's like, papaya is very good for women's issues. She women's said that issues. women's oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe they are good for, the, for menstruation. For, for maybe cycle. that's why they're not good for pregnancy. For cycle, she's very good for your Yeah, cycle. maybe. I'm like, oh. So anyways, I, yeah. I went along with that and I went along with other things that you're not supposed to do. But I was yeah. okay. <laughs> but, you know, I, yeah. just, I think I just trusted yeah. myself. You know, if it doesn't feel good, I don't do it. If it doesn't resonate what somebody's telling me I shouldn't yeah. do, I don't listen. So a little secret yeah. with the whole Mysore thing. I know how many times I went there, right? Eight years, 10 trips. Yeah. I, I yeah. always practice on my period. Even... <laughs> <laughs> it always, made you feel better. 
made you feel better. I love it. What about it, the Basha. day before? I love it. What about the day before your period? Maybe you're tired that day. You don't want to do it. No, the ovulation part. That's where you get tighter yeah. in the lower the back. Month. So it wasn't like the day oh. you want to be pulled in by uh, Saraswati. Yeah. You just don't want to be pulled into those ankles. But. Yeah. So maybe I yeah. try to avoid it somehow. I don't know. <laughs> they would usually catch me. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. Okay. I could do this. But, you know, I'd have conversations. I'm like weird a bit. I had conversations with my ovaries. I said, yeah. look, I'm in a mice I'm not mm. going to miss. It's just one practice every day. There's no way I'm going to stay yeah. here and miss out. I'm going to go. But listen, guys, mm. <laughs> I'm going to mm. make, you know, go low on the Mulabanda voltage. You know, I'll just squeeze a little, not too yeah. much, breathe a lot. Yeah. And then I promise to rest the whole day. I'll be at the pool, lying around, having the coconut. <laughs> I'll just relax. Oh. I, I won't even socialize much, okay? And that was the deal I made yeah. myself. <laughs> This is, this is so funny. Fantastic. This is the deal I also Love made that. with Harmony's ovaries. I would I'll talk to her at when she's asleep. I'll, when she's asleep at night and I'm still awake, I I have a conversation with him. It's like I'm gonna rest the entire day. <laughs> That's what I say to her. Ovaries. Is that why you're in bed all day? Every day oh. I have a little conversation at night with your ovaries. Like I'm gonna rest all day. All day. They do. They do. They trust me. That's amazing, though. That's that's awesome. I love this confession because I think so, there's so many, you know, rules <laughs> when you are looking at the, you know, orthodox kind of Ashtanga yoga practice. And those rules aren't always fitting for everyone. No. Every woman's unique, isn't she? And also, yeah. like, different times and different <laughs> stages, too. I mean... And then you have I to look at on my period in my sword. Yeah, exactly. And then you know, one foot. And down. always oh, people yeah. tell me, should I practice on my period? I want to practice on my period. I'm like, if you want to practice, practice. Yeah. Just like be said. aware that things are going to be a little bit different. Like take yeah, it easy, kind exactly. of. Exactly. Maybe you know, things yeah. won't be different. But there was there was a woman, or I don't know, maybe several had this opinion that you know they're gonna feel that you have your period. They're gonna know. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They always told me that too. And you can smell it too. You can smell it. Oh, I don't know. I guess I was under the radar. When my mom had her period, I could smell my mom. It was like, oh, <laughs> mom's gone on her period. Oh, right. I'm very sensitive. I have a, I have a oh kind of uh, nose went, for these things. It went well. I was okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and you didn't know, like check. Yeah, they didn't check. <laughs> they would, they would check the women as they walked to the door. Yeah, but it was also funny that... <laughs> like doing a COVID test before <laughs> practice to see if you're in your period or not. Lift yeah. the, Ooh, lift don't, the don't give anyone any ideas now. Come on. This is possible. Oh. They could do something like that. Yeah. No, but I I didn't... Uh, it didn't resonate, right? Especially if I heard from men. You know, you're not supposed to take this three-day mm. holiday. What the fuck do men know, right? <laughs> Jesus. You know, so, fuck all this is about where menstruation. Ba Basha and I uh, <coughs> vibe on the you same. You guys are vibing. We vibe yeah. on the same level. Yeah. <laughs> we when, both have a little rebel in when, us. When women like, yeah. tell me not to masturbate, do you think I listen to them? <laughs> fuck off. So fucking. What do you know about about keeping my seed pure? I'm gonna get complaints. You Just do. Yeah, chill Russell, it out. You, you gotta tone down. Tone down. No, no. But no, you no. guys, you guys. It's like when. 
Cannon yeah. comes on Johnny Carson's show. Like he gets interested, you know. <laughs> but you know Shandor yeah. way back. Remember when I was training with him? Yeah. He yeah. He was one who actually said that. Uh, well, you know, tone it down a bit when you have your period when you're doing your practice because the energy is supposed to flow downward. And then when you get your yeah. when you get menopause or the the flashes, right? Yeah. It'll be a yeah, the energy the going a bit more. Upward. Mm. And yeah. when he said that, mm-hmm. it resonated. So there was a little moment there where I go, hmm. <laughs> and I mm. think I kept mm-hmm. that in my head because I thought, okay, you should at least respect that it should be some sort of rest somewhere yeah. in there. Hence the mm-hmm. conversation with the ovaries because that resonated. And it was a man saying right. that. So I was like, this is very interesting. Like I had like uh, the hair standing on my arms when he said that. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Interesting. How does yeah. he know this? <laughs> And uh, have you noticed anything like, are you in perimenopause now? Are you noticing anything that he's saying that he said, like affecting your practice now? I had maybe three, (laughs) three hot little flashes that I guess that would be the hot flash, but it lasted like, I don't know, a few seconds and it goes away. Then I'm thinking of some way, is it the heat? Yeah, it's pretty but, hot in Thailand, especially. Harmony's been burning up for two and a half years now. Like she has a constant temperature. I feel her forehead, and it's like you have a fever. You should. You're burning up. She's hot right now, Basha. She's hot to the touch. But she's, she's been like this I'm for not three years. Hot, I'm not having a hot. Three flash. years. But you're like Jan. He's my heater, and I'm usually the cold one, the cold fingertips. You know, uh, I don't like the ACs, and he's like warm. Yeah. Yeah, so Norway uh, works really well. Yeah, that does. Yeah, work. here he suffers a little. Yeah, <laughs> we have to compromise right, on the yeah. AC in the in the night. <laughs> but yeah. uh, uh, I'm 51. I still feel mm-hmm. quite strong. I can't wake up at four in the morning and do my practice. So sorry, guys. Yeah, oh, it's been a few years. Why not? <laughs> oh. I just don't yeah, have. I, I get it. No, after no. birth. After giving birth to leave, it just, it was a mm-hmm. paradigm shift. It was huge. Leave. Leave, yeah. yeah. Or it's live. It's a beautiful name, leave. Yeah. Live, like leave Schreiber, I think it was a very famous leave. Live Tyler. Live. Live. Uh, live Tyler. Yeah. Leave Erickson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is a, you have a boy. Is, no, that, is that a boy's name? A girl. It's a girl. girl. Oh, live. Leave. Yeah. yeah, girl's name. How old uh, is she now? He's 10. 10? <gasps> yeah. She's just like you now. Is it too much like She's you? She's got that energy. Yeah. You know, like yesterday, oh. she was in her first swim competition. She's been swimming, training since September, since she joined yeah. the international school here. And, you know, twice a week, Amazing. once a week. Not too serious about it. But she glides, you know. I thought, wow, this is impressive. So yesterday, competition, mm-hmm. she entered seven events. She won medals for each event. Brought back like oh my god seven medals oh <laughs> oh wow. buffet of medals gold she, silver and uh, she's bronze is wow. she she's big like you yeah she's she's tall giant in her class long legs yeah big big swimmer that swimmer people body tell, people tell me that they can recognize she has my like calves I heard people say, mm. oh, my that's your daughter because those calves look <laughs> like, really? My God. 
And then, you know, she, so she told she told me she's like nervous. You know, this is a little, you know, nervous, a little mom. I go, okay, well, you know, just have fun, you know, participate. Just, you know, have, swim as best as you can. Who cares if you win anything or not? It's like, mm-hmm. no, actually, it's not fun. And no, I, I will be nervous and I want to do well. <laughs> you know, I just give her, I give wow. her that advice. It's like, no. And then she's yeah. so focused. You know, talking about the mm. medals. This is my little philosophy, kind of like what my mom would to say to me. And you know, it doesn't work at all here. No, it's just you gotta be there for her. She's watching. Yeah. (laughs) Mom's good luck. Go, go, go. go. She's just doesn't even see me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Is this gonna be her thing, do you think? Is she gonna swim professionally? No. She started doing aerial sling here in Thailand. Because I was looking for anything mm. that's, you know, it's a good exercise form for her. And she did dance in Poland that year we stayed. She excelled in that mm-hmm. immediately. So here, aerial swing, she goes to the first class. And, you know, it's like acrobatics, right? It's not the mm-hmm. yoga swing, but you're flipping, pulling, turning right. upside down, spinning. So first class teacher sends me a text. Oh, your daughter is very talented. It's like she could uh, capture mm. what I assimilate what I teach in five classes. In one class. Mm. I go, wow. <laughs> amazing. Okay. So then she went into that. So she goes, you know, full yeah. on into something. It becomes really good. Mm. And you'll see her in my Instagram. I post her doing all these scary things. Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. So how did, this is, this is so good. Like how did then, you know, after you give birth, of course, like you're not sleeping and... You know, she's up at all different times of the night and oh. you can't practice at four in the morning like you have been for the last, oh. whatever, 15 years. <laughs> oh, jeez. Ah. Okay. And did then you, you know- start practicing like whenever or how did you get your practice back? Or did you get your practice back? Maybe you just let it go all completely. Well, after well, she you know, looks not- like she practices. She just look, look at like, her. I know. <laughs> she's clearly d- working. Yeah. <laughs> I have to practice. I need You're to in practice. better shape than I, than the last time I saw you, like 12 years ago. I know. Like you're rippling and muscles in yeah. your shoulders, like Jiminy Crickets. You've been <laughs> oh, working geez. out. My, but my workout is You look like you've been that, swimming yeah. 20, 10 oh. miles a day. I did some adult swim classes just to get the technique, so I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure and, you were the best in the class right away. <laughs> And uh, I play tennis once a week with my sister just to get the cardio oh. going. Because I think, you know, with Ashtanga, yeah. cardio here and there. And, you know. Right. Your sister? It's, yeah, she lives in, here. In... Your oh, sister amazing. lives in Kosamui? You bet. She was in London oh for God. like seven years. Met her husband. They came yeah. here, had their wedding here, and then decided to stay. So now it's been. That's amazing. Seven years she lives here. And she's just across the road. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh my gosh, that's incredible! Wow. And they have, and they have a little boy. He's four, uh, three and a half now. Yeah, very cute. Oh, his, his, that's so good. His name is Ocean. Ocean, Aww. isn't that sweet? Oh. That's cute. That's like beautiful. Ocean Phoenix. <laughs> different, different, different body of water. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't. It was a long time ago. Okay, mm. so. So, well, first of all, motherhood, it's like a little shock to the system. And for me, it was a shock. 
And I feel like, uh, you know, the romantic version of it being so, so great. And, oh, and you're enjoying your kids. (laughs) I don't know. Not really. Not all the time. But uh, I love them. You know, she's spoiled rotten. I just love her to death. But I feel like, you know, I'm in the service industry for the rest of my life. I'm I'm a waitress. (laughs) I'm a cook. I'm a chauffeur. I'm like this counselor. I'm I'm a punching (laughs) bag. Like literally, she'll uh, do some jujitsu on me suddenly. Uh, (laughs) I'm like I'm a uh, a private secretary arranging her time (laughs) and arranging the friends and speaking to the parents. It's just yeah. nonstop harmony for the rest of my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you two yeah. are in the same place on this. And, you know, oh, I, I feel not, you, Basha. I'm not very skilled in many of those things, like cook. No, <laughs> I, I I like desserts, <laughs> and I'll tidy up mm-hmm. the kitchen. But I'm really—it's not an art form. There's no meditation in cooking for me. It's just no. <laughs> So I have to cook a little pasta yeah. here and there, you know, fix some sandwiches, yeah. figure out what to pack yeah. in a lunchbox. Oh, oh gosh, that's my, that's that's my nightmare every day, Basha. You are birds of a different feather. <laughs> you're like the same, you're the, you're the we, horse we of the be, same color. We belong color. together, Basha. You, belong. <laughs> you two should be in a commune together. Trying to figure this out. We could just we could hire hire people in to help us. That My would be good. God, you sound the same. Oh my God, to have a cook in the house. Oh, and a cleaner. You know, get that going. And a cleaner. And a yeah. cleaner. Yeah, you would certainly. I had to clean the house today, and I was literally like, you "Is there not... anyone I could call and just like see if they could come in at an emergency type situation?" Don't. I already. I'd already vacuumed and mopped. By the way. I'd already done that. So don't make so, it out like you're the one cleaning. <laughs> and then, you know, you get complaints, you know, people call in. And then, you know, like, why isn't Russell cleaning? I think 80% of my mind space is like concerned for her. Like, there's a job that I'm right. doing. Right. Yeah. So even when I had to travel, sure. you know, in Norway to the neighboring Scandinavian cities for a day or two, like, my headspace is there. I need to call. Mm-hmm. To check. Yeah. I almost like, you know, I have anxiety. Yeah. I'm not the type that could just go away for a month or two weeks and just leave the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Safe. I'm not the type. And and I wasn't the type yeah. to travel to Mysore with a little baby. I was like, oh, my God, how yeah. did they do this? <sighs> yeah. yeah. There's no way I can do that. I fail in that department. Yeah. And I actually so brought... the child Lee. didn't tick off... Your little black book at all? Well, there was no black, <laughs> no black book for the baby. No black book for the baby. And you know, and uh, I don't whine about it, but I'm telling you what the actual yeah. reality is because he just loved them, and then he'll just do everything. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And then usually, one hundred percent. And then the other bad thing is my standard of packing a lunch, cooking for her, preparing, uh, helping her with homework. Is maybe higher than than Jan's. No, <laughs> then, mm, yeah. Then I'll do it because otherwise I'll find loopholes. Mm, of course, in the other system. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So then I'm all yes. alone, really. I'm familiar. Yeah. Mm, and uh, you know, sh- I, I did take her to Goa when she was one and a half. I had a retreat. Mm. So I've traveled with her yeah. a lot, so that yes, I, I yeah. passed in that area. 
it is a little like a little <laughs> crazy and Jan is there to help and he was really great. But uh, I took her to Mysore, no, to Goa. She developed um, mm-hmm. bacteria in the stomach. So there was some kind of stomach uh, bugs going around. So we got a doctor. Oh, to no. So, you know, you nurse and yeah. then she's vomiting everything out. She's oh, barely getting any gosh. food. I know my mom oh, was there. No. Jan was there, you know, kind of can't walk that well. Mm-hmm. And like, and here I am teaching this big group of people and, you know, socializing, which is part of the teaching, hanging out, yeah. with them, smiling, everything's yeah. great. And then you go home to this tragedy in your little room. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, it's chaos. So, oh, that was so yeah. rough. And I go, okay. I'm yeah, not doing one that. and a half years. Yeah, I can see why you yeah, never really. wanted to go to Mysore with her. That's yeah. traumatic. Yeah, it scared the yeah. hell out of me. I'm like, no way. Okay, I'm yeah. just not that type of mom. And I'll take her to little trips, Norway, Sweden, Poland, have her in the room. Yeah. And then Jan would always take care of her, right? Until the day he said, well, you know what? I'm not going to babysit anymore. Either we go on a trip, or it's a vacation for you and for all of us, or you do your trip yeah. on your own. In a very nice way. Yeah. Which I understood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. but then she was older, so it was a different story. Yeah. But yeah, so why yeah. not practice in the morning? Are you kidding me? Look look at the jobs mm-hmm. I have. I need sleep. <laughs> yeah. I like, yeah. you know, I try to schedule in my sleep because uh, after she goes yeah. to bed and I still go and, you know, we chit chat. So it takes a while before she goes to sleep. Then my, my quality time with Jan is when? After she goes to bed to watch Netflix mm-hmm. and you have a glass of wine or a beer. And then you're yeah. already like, you're already like this. Barely, <laughs> barely able to focus. Spinning. But we're pushing yeah. in yeah. that quality time, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. out on the couch knowing like, okay, the longer we go. The more you pay the yeah. price in the morning. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's so, right. But you know, but you still do it. <laughs> and the yeah. next day, maybe yeah. okay. Today I'm going to bed early, and I usually fall asleep when she goes to bed. And I'm just done. Right. That's and then right. Uh, I wonder if yeah. you have this harmony. By the time it's three o'clock and they're ready to get home or going off to get her, it's like somebody pulled a plug. Ooh. And I just get tired. And, it's <laughs> and you're <laughs> done. Four o'clock. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, deal with the homework, the the food. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, the food again. Tell yeah. me about it every the day. Emotion. I'm like, uh, <gasps> you don't even, <laughs> you don't like doing food for yourself. I don't. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm like you. I barely eat. So luckily, you know, know. And then when I was nursing, my mom was like, "Oh my god, you look like blue. You need to eat." I go, "What?" Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I barely have any time to think, you know, when I was nursing and then when she'd go to sleep, I was thinking, oh, I have to do this, that, I want to do this, this. My mind was like awake planning because it was the only chance I could actually (laughs) do that. And you're you're supposed to rest. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's true. (laughs) Yeah. So so luckily I have Jan kind of being my wingman with the food department and he reminds me like, Basha, you need a little vitamin C today and, you know, maybe let's order some food. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. We're like really. Yeah, yeah. Ordering in's apple, good. <laughs> ordering is amazing. Avocado, chopping yeah. blue, eat, you know, uh, grab a papaya. You, I'll eat it. Yeah, papaya. You need, you need <laughs> vitamin. We're in the cold yeah. north, Harm. You need vitamin D. We're going to get a pizza. I know. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> so much cheese. It's so helpful in this. Oh, yeah. I have a cheese. I'll just, you know, I'm like, uh, I like little tapas. 
throughout the day. Yeah, I, just <laughs> I don't like the big meals where I have to sit a long time. I get bloated. Oh it's like, oh. You two are like twins. <laughs> It's I like mean, you're the same being. I'll just eat like a little cheese and put it away. Then I'll eat olives and put it away. Like different times. Oh, goddamn day. day. You're in the kitchen eating from my perspective. I have perspective. like a couple crackers and I go do something. I'm sitting at my desk, you know, over the period of eight hours, you're eating like 8,000 calories in olives and cheese. And I was like, what is going on yeah. over in the kitchen? And then you realize some things you're missing, like chocolate. Oh, you got to go get some chocolate and some ice cream. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not a big dessert eater, but there's times where you just need yeah. exactly yeah. that. So, you know, I think yes. for us, for us both to take us to a buffet is torture. <laughs> yeah, so it's not my long. favorite experience either. Everyone's there for a long period of time sitting. So just the sitting part is a little <laughs> tough. Yeah. You've got too much to do for something. And then, like and then the eyes. <laughs> The eyes mm. have too much food in front of them, so then they, yeah. they panic a little. It's like, oh, I'll I'm this. just going to take I'll have that. two. I'll have that. And <laughs> this, I don't know when I'm going to eat again, so I might as well eat <laughs> as much as I can. True. Yeah, the <laughs> buffet experience is, is a little bit frightening, isn't it? Mm. But remember, did you ever do that in Mysore when you were in India for a long period, like go to the Oberoi or oh, the yeah. Taj and like oh. stay overnight so that, so that you could have like the big buffet in the morning that actually yeah. had like that all worked. the like amazing food? <laughs> yeah, that I remember those. That I like. So divine. Oh, I it was such a oh. It was such a luxury oh, to have yes. that. They had like 15 different cheeses. <laughs> like, like, all these olives and like, I remember the first one and it was like it's yeah, like yeah, 50 60 bucks and I remember like this is the last amount of money I'll ever have <laughs> and I'm spending it on pickles and pizza in <laughs> Bangalore pizza. Like, oh, yeah, but what how else? can I but that was the pleasure to spend on the food there that was the guys. pleasure it and was. go to the pool yeah. maybe stay one night yeah at the hotel. yes oh. yeah <gasps> And then coming yeah, back, and Joseph, Joseph could get those like yoga discounts for students oh, for a while. Remember, oh, he had like a. Oh, I love oh if you were in a special group, oh. you could get access to that. Oh, he was the one who <coughs> gave us the idea, like when you're back in Bangalore, stay one night. Yeah, over. Yeah. Yeah. He knew oh, how to do it. He, he was like, <laughs> oh, he was great. Oh. I miss. You know, yeah. when I heard he died, I cried and mm -hmm. cried on the mat. Yeah. It was Jarat announcing it in the, in the shala. Yeah, and I was just mm -hmm. like, oh, I was down. Just it's dripping, yeah. and I and I had to practice right. So I was. Oh, I was really. Yeah, that was the last time we were thing. all together in 2010. Yeah, because it was yeah, right there. That was when he passed yeah. away. Was on that yeah. retreat. Oh my yeah. goodness! Oh, that yeah. was a big loss. It was like the hardest. Just, just for our listeners, for our yeah. listeners at home, because they may they may not know that Joseph Dunham was a kind of uh, fixture in our community. He was he was a guy that when you were on tour he would be the guy in the suit to introduce Batabi Joyce to the group. And then he would also arrange travel. And so he was a kind of a, somehow a, an important fixture, important, important figure in our community. And so then he always sort of had some stature when you'd see him around town. Yeah. Oh, a lot. Yeah. And if you're doing lived something in my for many years. Or acting uh, not in the appropriate way, he just gave you a look and a, and a little dry <laughs> yeah. comment, and you knew that. Uh, oh. 
the wrong oh. time, wrong thing. <laughs> it was great. Wow. <laughs> I, oh, I, I also gave him some some disapproving looks. Really? Yeah, I was, I, yeah Joseph and I... I'm sure he was unfazed by it. He was phased by it, actually, because <laughs> I was... I brought one a very close friend of mine, so Sharon, and and they didn't get along, and he was uh-huh. staying at her place, and they had a they oh. had a um a brouhaha or a fracas, and a, and oh. a pot a potted plant got kicked across the room, oh. and um yeah, and so <laughs> it was he, heard by all the neighbors. He knew you hear everything there. Yes, <laughs> exactly. and he he knew that I was upset with him. And then he was always a little nervous around me. But then like 10 years goes by (laughs) and you see the guy every summer for 10 years. It's just like, you know, but there's always that little bit of tension between us because he, because he always sort of knew that I was, you know, like disapproved of him. And so I embarrassed myself at his, at his, at that funeral, that memorial um, by telling people the story. And it's like, what are you speaking ill of the dead today at the memorial? Oh, it's like, oh. I'm, a, I'm an asshole. What do you want? This is what we I bring are. to the table. Oh, my. <sighs> so um, in a nutshell, the pre, uh, pre-birth period, you know, the tummy growing, mm-hmm. that was a great time. I loved it. I did my practice. You liked that? Yeah, I yeah. was like, yeah. you know, energetic, especially the second uh, trimester. And I even mm-hmm. filmed a DVD, prenatal yoga. <laughs> I made a DVD. Wow. I, I, I co-authored a book on prenatal vinyasa flow for in Polish. Amazing. I did like a prenatal yoga teacher training in London. So I was flying back and forth too with uh, Uma Dinsmore Tully, wonderful woman. Oh, like pioneer wow. with uh, womb, uh, women and yoga. So mm-hmm. it was fun. I was doing all kinds of things. I was doing my practice uh, up to like maybe mm-hmm. the eighth month. Then, you know, then you get a little heavier. So I had to stretch yeah. it around a bit more. And I remember going to Pudo and, and <laughs> Alex just looking at me like, you know, I'm still doing the pincha mayarasana, <laughs> you know, trying for that. Whoa. I'm doing that. And I go, come on, come on. Just like stand. Like you hold my arms. I, I can do this. I can do this. And they're all like so scared. Oh my god, what is she doing? And, and Tarek Alex too. Medin I remember in Norway. Tarek. Yeah, mm. Alex. And, okay. Uh, I would do my practice mm. and then go back. I felt great. Uh, ninth month, you know, more on the couch watching shows with Jan. Didn't feel like doing too much. Nice. But you know, yeah. yeah. I thought you know. It, Actually, everyone around me thought, oh, yoga, you know, Bash is going to have a natural birth. She's at that clinic, the home birthing clinic in Oslo that's very known, you know, reputable. Uh, maybe she'll birth in the water, whatever. I was, you know, uh, listening up on all these things, all kinds of strategies, right? <laughs> With home birth. And then, uh, but then we, what happened? Yeah, exactly. The contractions were so long. And I thought twice we thought, mm. okay, no, I should be going in there. And we drive over. It's like, no, didn't dilate. No, no, go home. <laughs> Again, go home. Really? They sent you home? Yeah, it wasn't enough. And here I am trying everything. You die, Nadi. I don't know. Kapalabhati. Well, not Kapalabhati. So you can't do much there. But, you know, trying anything, okay? Like, is it going to help? No, yeah. not really. And then we went in <laughs> oh finally. God. 
And here I am in this, uh, you know, it's a nice posh uh, clinic. And uh, again, the nurse comes in and she's, she's not particularly friendly. And, you know, it's like, okay, you need to rest, lie down and, uh, you know, fall asleep. I'll come and do some uh, acupuncture later. You need to dilate. You need to relax. Yeah. Right. Like, how? Like, what am I supposed to do? And Jan yeah. was with me, so I just, like, hold his hand. I did the bath thing, and, you know, no, it doesn't work. And the contractions, like, what helped would be pushing my sacrum into a wall or something, like, some breathing. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't moving around enough, and I should have had that in my head, you know, to kind of wiggle around the room, even on the knees, to just move. Because if you're sitting there, it didn't help mm-hmm. me too much. So I spent like most of the night there, not sleeping, contractions, unhappy, didn't like the room. It looked dark to me. The nurse is not necessarily nice. And then, so, and then they kicked, they kicked me out. They said, okay, now we need to book in another patient. And you've been here like over a certain hours. So they took me to the hospital, which was just, it's a connected building, right? I had to just climb some stairs and walk over a little bridge. (laughs) And by then, you know, and then waiting for the room to be assigned. And then I'm holding on to anything. It's like, Jan, Jan, when are they going to give us the room? (laughs) Like, Jan. Oh, my God. (laughs) Shoot me. (laughs) It's so weird. And then once I was in the room, very white and bright. Nice young doctor that had like a sense of humor came in. I was like, oh, well, this is great. The two midwives that were like these elderly little women, very cute but stern. But you know, you just trust them immediately. And they told me to stand a little, move around a little bit, gave me food. I got the epidural, which was, yeah. Yeah, it helped a lot, but not all the way. I could still feel a little bit. And then, you know, then they came in. I rested. I was like, yeah. But, you know, like, and it was a good rest. But And then they came in and, uh, okay, well, you're going to have to start pushing, right? So, okay, so I'm, I'm pushing. <laughs> but they're, they're like, no, 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 stop. You're not pushing now. You're actually holding in. So I was using bandas and squeezing. Right. You were using mm-hmm. bandas. That's not pushing. I mean, how many no, years am I, am I turned on? You know, my bandas are on all the time. <laughs> yeah, they're on. All relax. the time. <laughs> when you tell me to relax my belly, it's, it takes a while. I have to actually process that and say, okay, how yeah. do you relax yeah. the belly? Right. But then I remembered yeah. right. one of my students who was in my class and she had given mm-hmm. birth already. And she told me, you know what? Basha, Basha it's like pooing. Think when you're giving birth (laughs) and that came into my head like okay i'm gonna (laughs) and then that released the baby and i didn't but 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 those muscles if she didn't tell me this what would have happened oh my goodness they they would have given you a that worked very well yeah i know but you know in my head i i refused to have that i told jan when i was having the contraction Mm -hmm. forget it i don't care if i implode I want the natural birth. (laughs) I want the epidural, but I want want a birth without having a C-section. I'm not sure why I had that in my head. Yeah. But still, I wanted that. So held on till the end. Well, there's definitely definitely some benefits, I think, to... I also really wanted a natural birth. And I had kind of a similar experience, too, with the... With, like, not being able to, like, like, push properly. Yeah. 
like just not really activating that downward pushing energy. And, and the same thing, a doctor came up to me. I kept kind of like leaving my body when I was having these strong contractions, like the pushing contractions, I'd just be like, just like (laughs) exiting. Yeah. Yeah. And a doctor came up and he said, he said that he said, when you, your next contraction, I want you to hold your breath, tuck your chin and push out your anus. And I was just like, Oh, oh it's like Jolandara Banda, breath retention, and like the opposite of Mula Banda. Okay, okay, push out your anus. I could do that. <laughs> and it was the same thing. It was like, it was perfect. just the perfect instructions for yeah. like, yeah. Oh, it was like two God. more pushes and he was. Yeah. But before that, it, again, it yeah. was like, then it was quite fast. no instructions at all. And I was just like, like, why isn't this just naturally happening? Oh, wow. <laughs> Right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're like, so shouldn't he just like it's not the way you yeah. hear about it. <laughs> so I was kind of like leaving. No. Like, you know, oh my body will know what to yeah. do. Anyway, you don't know what <laughs> but to no. do. No, you have to be involved. Yeah, that's why they have like like midwives and like people to yeah. assist with births. Coaches. Yeah, coaches. Because right, you don't right. necessarily oh know my what God. to do intuitively. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then one point I'm pushing and then the midwife said, shh, you don't have to scream that loud. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll just push. I don't know what to do here. Yeah. This is a new setting. Yeah, totally. Okay, but that went okay. Yeah. But, you know, no one talks about fourth trimester. Yeah. And which is a real trimester. Yeah, 100%. Where you're... you're you're at a loss with who you are. I mean, I look in the mirror and say, oh my God, like, who is this? What are these boobs? Like, oh, huge. Like, I wasn't comfortable without it. (laughs) And then it's not my body even. And and then my mom had told me that you're still walking like a duck as though you're pregnant. So you better correct that. Like, oh shit, I'm going to just watch every step and I'm going to, you know, straighten Mm -hmm. out, walk properly. Mm -hmm. Ah, and then you're you're cleaning, you're changing the diapers, and then you're feeding, and you're passing out mm-hmm. kind of a little when you're wow. feeding, and then and then you you do what you think is normal. Okay, tidy the house, do something, meet some friends, but you're like not entirely there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's such a different. I then practicing. Yeah. Well, oh geez, that was tough. But I would actually pack leave up. Yeah. I'd put her in the, because it was July then, so it's still summer. Okay, so it was okay. I could dress her up while she was sleeping, put her in the yeah. pram. They call it, you say mm-hmm. pram in British, but stroller. you say it was a yeah. carriage. Or carriage. Yeah, stroller, stroller, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and, you know, even the first time I held one and I was pushing her, I didn't, I felt weird. Yeah. I go, am I doing this mm. well? Like, I, I, don't yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I felt so self-conscious. Just pushing totally <laughs> okay. So then I I would pack her up and we'd go to Pluto then in yeah. Oslo to the practice room. And I would do my Mysore and she was just outside of the room. So if she cries, then I can yeah. hear it. But she never cried, she was just sleeping. So I did my yeah. practice. I was so happy. Yeah. Oh, that was like, oh, energy, yeah. fuel yeah. <laughs> coming back to me. And she'd wake up at the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just finishing. And, every, and she got all the attention. Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> cute baby. And we'd go home. So 
that was a highlight. Yeah. I needed the practice, you know, this was like nourishment. Mm-hmm. And, and then of course, you know, not eating enough. Yeah. And uh, I was close to like anemia, oh, like borderline, because yeah. I, I needed meat at yeah. that point. I needed like, the doctor said, think red, red meat, red wine. <laughs> oh. Relax. Wow. Eat your meat. My goodness. And it'll get better. So I was like, yeah, ale. You need some no, iron. Does wine look, help with iron? Lots Does of iron. it? I don't know. He, <laughs> maybe, it, maybe it helps with the relaxation uh, part. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. But, you know, it gives me a headache. So I had to resort to yeah. some other <laughs> drink. Elixir. Yeah. Was he, was, um, but, uh, did you start practicing like when she was about a month old or did you practice right away? Oh, here's another little yep, confession. <laughs> After giving birth, we were in that, we went back to that uh, natural yeah. living clinic because we had reserved like two nights. It was like a right. hotel after you give birth, which was yeah. wonderful because you have the baby, you have the yeah, nurses checking so good. in and out and you have a cafeteria. Perfect. So you put your baby on this like little tray. It almost looks like <laughs> a carrot and you wheel her in, you yeah. eat and you know, you don't That's cook. That's incredible. You just take what's in it. And you eat and you go back and you sleep. Oh my God, brilliant. (laughs) So already after the first night, you know, and I was kind of scared to even look down there. I'm not looking in it. They had to stitch me up a little. It wasn't too much. A little episiotomy. Did they do that? I don't want to look. Or was there natural tearing or did they do an episiotomy? No, natural tearing. So it was just like, you know, it was quick. I didn't feel anything. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't look down there, but I did put on some yoga wear and I thought, I'm going to try some yoga. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, so, you know, I thought, okay, I, I need to breathe and I'll just do some of the seated postures. And I thought, well, let's try Titibhasana. And, and I did the oh Titibhasana. Yeah, I wanted crazy. to see what was going on. You know? Why not? And I did like a little headstand. You know, it was like very little space in the room. I go, well, you know, little pigeon here and there. You know, some stretches, but some actual awesomeness. Yeah. And I thought, this is okay. I mean, why is everyone freaking out so much? <laughs> yeah. You know, the word was that, no, yeah. don't do anything. Yeah. But, I mean, what months. if you've done this half yeah. of your life? Yeah. It's so ingrained. Yeah. You know what to mm-hmm. do. It's, it's like you can't be in that same ballpark. Yeah. So, so practicing was great for yeah. me after. And then, you know, I didn't gain too much weight. So I got my body back. But I felt, you know, I didn't feel it was me yeah. <laughs> still. Yeah. We should have someone oh, like Nancy, you Nancy Gogoff on the show just to balance all this, so she's like... all the unorthodoxy <laughs> that we promote and platform. Oh my God. My Women goodness. are going to think they can yeah, do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Heaven forbid. Jesus. Oh my God. Women can do whatever they want. Can you imagine? Oh, 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 the brave God. new world that I was, was looking forward to. Uh, it's. Oh God. I, I think oh, that's so good. But you know, I would bring. You know, I would sometimes teach like lead mm. classes and uh, nurse. Yeah. Her. Oh, nice! Oh, yeah, sure, you know, yeah. Like trikonasana, a come in now, do I exhale, walk around yeah. the room? Because I knew soon, very soon, she'd fall asleep. So I could yeah. put her down. I would go for it, and I thought, 
Like, that was incredible. How, how did I have the energy to know, do that? Right? Hold the baby, but, walk uh, around. It would make students. you pass out, you said. that's a, Oh, there's a 10-year-old girl that's Not related entirely. to you in your right yeah. back there. Oh, yeah. Look yeah, at Oh, my God. I'd like to introduce her to my son, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> She's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, do your homework and get dressed. <laughs> He's like the late sleeper. Uh, it's seven thirty. <laughs> she wakes up so late. Is it, wait, what is it? Nine. And then it's in the night. It's nine now. What so time sweet. is it? Oh, well, now it's nine. nine. Yeah. Oh, oh! Look what she's getting. What to show she got you. There? Oh, her medals. We talked about <gasps> this. Oh, That's amazing. Great. So yeah, it stays in bed. You know, now it's the struggle to, uh, uh, well, try to control how much uh, screen time course, she has, yeah. right? Yes. The iPad, the iPad yes. era. So you know she's not, she's not a morning person. She likes to sleep yeah. in, have the nighty on. Good. <laughs> Grab like a cereal. That's what yeah, like that's cereal. Time. Maybe yeah, some that's cereal. That's what Shia does too. He wakes oh. up and he, he puts his house coat on and like walks around the house like a she's, little Hugh Hefner. You know. <laughs> she's gonna play piano for you now. That's amazing. <laughs> Just to annoy the piss oh my out gosh. of me. That's what that's for. It's like, you know what? You're going to be on TV. I'm going to play the piano. But but in terms of... In terms of... Yeah. Oh, because you asked me about practice, right? The practice like after birth. Uh, yeah. You know, I was still doing Ashtanga. I loved Ashtanga. I had to have yeah. that in there. But, you know, after I gave birth, like soon after, maybe like a month, I still felt, you know, I'm not strong enough with ashtanga mm -hmm. i don't know the breathing's okay but i can't do the full series i didn't have the yeah. energy so something was missing okay yeah and then i went to a gym and asked a pt trainer to just <laughs> whip my ass <laughs> yeah and, then, and it was a woman you know she already she yeah. had kids and i asked her like look the only way i could do this because yana was going to work is that i need to bring my daughter i'll keep her you know she'll sleep probably and I need some training. I need someone to just tell me to do things. And I will listen <laughs> this time. Yeah. So, you know, she had me do the, the pull-ups, push-ups, you know, all the, the wow. fitness stuff. Squats. Yeah. And I needed the squats to firm everything up there. And I mm, hurt. No. It was hell. I hurt so much. The next, you know, I yeah. hurt the next three days, all the muscles. And it's a lot like the muscle pain you get after like an intermediate series with Sharat in my store. It's a yeah. different kind of pain, you know? And yeah. it, it affects my mind because I get grumpy and a little bitchy, you know, when there's that kind of... Yeah. <laughs> but it helped me so much. It kind of whipped me back yeah. into into shape and also with the perineum and all the muscles. And then I could do yeah. my yoga more at the... where I left off, let's say. A little bit. Right. I'm trying to get harmony on the trampoline more to oh. for the for the perineum. You know, I don't know if that's going to work. The squats work. It's not really working at all. Oh my no. gosh! You need to... you need strengthening, just, not not that bouncing. I have action. to Lysol the trampoline afterward. <laughs> it's really unfortunate. I need to stay in the bathroom and pee everything out, and still put a whole yeah. bunch yeah. of paper towels in there, and then maybe I could do some few <laughs> jumps. Yeah, me and trampolines are not friends either. No, no. The trampoline well, does then, not enjoy your I participation. Look at, look at my daughter doing all these tricks on the trampoline. I'm like, man, I don't want to do that, but it's just not working. It won't work. I'll have to take breaks. I need diapers. Yeah. yeah.
Yeah, my trampolining days are over. Harmony and I went to a urology conference in New oh. Orleans where we learned where we, we were trying to market my mother's services to urologists. Really? And everywhere you in every like it went for like a mile in every direction, transvaginal slings for leaky women. And I was oh. like, wow, we could really we should really oh take my. some take some um, business cards as we walk around. It'd be amazing. Oh, you too. Oh, I wish I was there with you. Shop around, they say. Don't they? That's a song. Shop, better shop, shop around, you know? Shop around for transvaginal slings. They had all kinds of things at that conference. (laughs) What are those things that you you drink out out of day for like water? A water bottle? Water bottle. They had water bottles in shapes of cocks there. And I was like, we could really use one of those for my my mother. She could drink out of that during the whole of the conference because she was always asking for cold water the whole time, which is not great for her digestion. You know? But oh, like yeah, if she yeah. had like a cold water cock, right? How amazing <laughs> would terrible. that be for the it, desk it that up. we were manning? Yeah, the water right? would be warm. Oh, it would warm up, wouldn't it? Be hot. Oh, you guys. But speaking of slings, oh. you know, my daughter's doing slings. So uh, yeah, yeah. Outside performed, mm. you know, beautifully, and then uh, they had these raffle tickets. So my husband won a twenty, no, ten time ticket at this gym that has aerial swings. Oh, so oh, then amazing. you know, so I thought, you know, he's just gonna give it to leave, and she'll use those tickets. But he goes, no, no, I yeah, want to try. Yeah. I go, what? You want to yeah. try a swing? I go, okay, well, you try that. Yeah. I'm gonna try. We're both gonna go. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Try the slings, and, and I'm loving it. I'm doing that as a little hobby on the side, and it really amazing. Whoa, the muscles you need to lift, and there's all kinds yeah. of little, little areas I'm discovering that Ashtanga just you know passed over. Misses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we do so many inversions in Ashtanga. If you count yeah. the downward dog, so you feel comfortable upside down. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Check. But yeah. you know, I can't Check. lift up. And that lift, yeah, those pull-up action. I need that in the jump back, the lift, and then throwing mm-hmm. the legs and keeping mm-hmm. the core in, especially the muscles here. So I'm actually training yeah. via the aerial sling because it's a curiosity. Nice, and then bring it back yeah. into the practice, and you really feel it. Mm-hmm. But but if you told me to mm-hmm. go to the gym and work out and do this and that, I just go, yeah. nah. Yeah, nah. don't feel comfortable. <laughs> don't feel so comfortable in the gym. I'll go. I'll go with my husband because he'll tell me to do a, a little bit. Like he's into the yeah. do as little as possible, but do it consistently. Never push. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, nice. I'll go and I'll Just... say, "Well, come on, this isn't enough." <laughs> I, I <feel> like... <laughs> does he still have those abs, though? Is it, how are, does he have uh, the majestic frontal yeah. facade? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, the my back God. facade is. Also, oh my Jesus! Yeah. Yeah, body has memory. Weight, really. You know, he uh. just like he can gain a little bit of muscle, and then he loses. He still retains, you know, all the the form. The definition. <laughs> the he definition. takes care of himself. You're not oh, yeah, taking yeah. care of me is evidently <laughs> the issue because. I look like I a have muffin. enough jobs. I have enough. Oh yeah, jobs. I look no. like a muffin wearing <laughs> a pair of tight jeans. That's what I look like. Yeah. A muffin with jeans on. All harmony can so. do is give you your space, and you decide how you want. That's it. what I want. 
That's you want to I want more of that, mom. please. I don't need that this codependent uh, yeah. pressure to as, make you be something as that you're turns, not willing to do all as by As it yourself. turns out, I need a place to stay. So if anyone at home <laughs> needs someone to care for, <laughs> I need a couch. This is fantastic. Thank you so much for spending time with us. It's oh, really so delightful. Highlight. Just like old times. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Finding Harmony with me, your host, Harmony Slater. You can find out more information on my website, harmonyslater.com, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Standing